0: Dr. Baliger here. This podcast asks the question, can fasting blunt the development of chemotherapy-induced myocardial dis- dysfunction? Why do I ask this question? Two papers caught my eye. One is Nature Communications titled Fasting Mimicking Diet as an Adjunct to Neoadjuvant Chemotherapy for Breast Cancer in the multicenter randomized phase two direct trial. The lead author was Stephanie D. Groot and the senior author is Judith R. Kroop, and And this group included the Dutch Breast Cancer Research Group, BOOG. It was published in Nature Communications uh, uh, 2020, this week. And another article in Circulation Heart Failure titled Chronically Elevating Circulating Ketones Can Reduce Cardiac Inflammation and Blunt the Development of Heart Failure. The lead author was Nicole J. Byron, Ph.D. and the senior author was Jason R.B. Dyke, Ph.D. And this was published in Circulation Heart Failure 2020, Volume 13, There's extensive preclinical evidence that suggests short-term fasting and fasting-mimicking diets can protect healthy cells against the perils of a wide variety of stresses, including chemotherapy, simultaneously rendering cancer cells more vulnerable to chemotherapy and other therapies. Essentially, fasting causes a switch in healthy cells from a proliferative state towards a maintenance and repair state. Malignant cells, in contrast, seem to be unable to enter this protective state because of oncoprotein activity and therefore fail to adapt to nutrition-scarce conditions. Instead, fasting deprives proliferating cancer cells of nutrients, growth and other factors which renders them more sensitive to cancer therapy and increases cell death. This phenomenon by which normal cells but not cancer cells become protected to toxins is termed differential stress resistance. Whereas the specific sensitization of cancer cells to stress is called differential stress sensitization. Declines of plasma levels of insulin-like growth factor, IGF-1, insulin and glucose, are among the mediators of the effects of fasting in cancer cells as these factors can promote growth and prevent apoptosis or cell death, programmed cell death. Fasting periods of at least 48 hours are required to induce a robust decrease in circulating glucose, IGF-1 that's insulin growth factor one and insulin levels. A very low calorie, low, low protein, fasting mimicking diets was developed for its ability to cause metabolic effects on various starvation response markers, similar to those caused by water-only fasting, while reducing the burden associated with water-only fast. Keeping this in mind, the direct investigators had an open-label randomized study, which was designed to evaluate the impact of fasting-mimicking diets on toxicity, as well as on radiological and pathological response, to chemotherapy for breast cancer. In this phase two direct trial, the Dutch breast cancer research group randomized 131 patients with HER2 negative stage two, stage three breast cancer without diabetes and a BMI over 18 gigs per square meter to receive either a fasting mimicking diet or the regular diet for three days prior to and during neoadjuvant chemotherapy They found no difference in toxicity between both groups, despite the fact that dexamethasone was omitted in the fasting-mimicking diet group. Radiologically complete or partial response occurred more often in patients using the fasting-mimicking diet. Odds ratio 3.16, p-value of 0.039. Moreover, per-protocol analysis revealed that the Miller and Payne 4, 4 by 5 pathological response indicating 90 to 100% tumor cell loss is more likely to occur in patients using the fasting mimicking diet, p value 0.016. Also, the fasting mimicking diet significantly curtailed chemotherapy induced DNA damage in T lymphocytes. These investigators concluded that these positive findings encourage further exploration of the benefits of fasting in cancer therapy. In the Circulation Heart Failure uh, paper by Nicole Byrne, Ph.D., titled, Chronically Elevated Circulating Ketones Can Reduce Inflammation and Blunt the Development of Heart Failure, Senior Author Jason R.B. Dyke, Ph.D. The uh, investigators evaluated whether chronic elevations in circulating ketones are beneficial. To chronically elevate circulating ketones in mice, they deleted the expression of, a, of the ketolytic rate limiting enzyme SCOT, SCOT, that is succinyl COA3 ketoacid CO transferase 1, encoded by OXCT1 in skeletal muscle. Tamoxifen inducible skeletal muscle specific. OCT1 knockout mice, 30, 32 number and litamate controls, wild type 35 were subjected to transverse, transverse aortic constriction surgery to induce heart failure. What did they find? Deletion the of SO, SCOT that's caught in skeletal, skeletal muscle but not cardiac muscle resulted in elevated concentrations of fasting circulating beta-hydroxybutyrate in knockout mice compared to wild-type. Five weeks following transverse aortic constriction, the wild-type mice progressed to heart failure, whereas the knockout mice with elevated fasting circulating ketones were largely protected from the transverse aortic constriction-induced effects observed in wild-type mice. The p-value for ejection fraction was P equals 0.011. Furthermore, knock-on mice with transverse aortic constriction had attenuated expression of markers of sterile inflammation and macrophage infiltration, which were otherwise elevated in wild-type mice subjected to transverse aortic constriction. Lastly, addition of beta-hydroxybutyrate in isolated hearts was associated with reduced NLRP3, that is, nucleotide binding domain-like receptor protein three inflammasome activation, which has been previously shown to play a role in contributing to heart failure-induced cardiac inflammation. This is the first study to show that a chronic elevation of ketones may be an efficacious approach to blunting heart failure. Chronic but modest elevations in ketones can delay the progression of heart function and pathological remodeling of failing heart and possibly improve outcomes. The authors concluded, modestly elevating circulating ketones may improve heart failure outcomes by reducing cardiac inflammation. They suggested ketotherapy may be a novel therapeutic approach to treating and managing heart failure. In my opinion, fasting may blunt the Heart failure induced by chemotherapy by increasing ketone levels and may be a potential therapeutic option in some patients.